Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. Ready? What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks, two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Ricky, and as always, I'm with my man, Buddy, coming from way over in Dundalk. What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Let's get it in. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's that far, bro. Maybe 15-minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, though. So, man, what a hell of a fight card did we have on Saturday, son? Man, UFC oh, yeah. 250 looked like shit on paper, but boy, did it deliver. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think that it was super exciting. I'm upset that I missed a little bit of it. Uh, did too long of a stream the night before, and I slept through just about all of it. But I went through and watched a few highlights of the fights that I missed. Oh, man. So where, did you miss all of the fights or just some of them? I woke up in time to see Cody Garbrandt knock out Sun Sal, and then I watched the last fight. Oh, dude. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's recap this real quick. Holy shit! What do we got here? Alonzo Menafield and Devin Clark. Let's just start from the bottom and get right into it. Holy crap, man! Devin Clark and Alonzo Menafield. Alonzo Menafield looked like. Uh, Francis Ngannou when he first got into UFC. He's all big, buff, powerful dude. When he hits you, it's good night. But so Devin Clark knew that and coming in, he bum rushed him. Just took him, clinched him up, put him on the fence. And he was like, just don't hit me. Just don't hit me. Please don't hit me. God, don't hit me. And uh, he's clinching him, clinching him, rolling with him, dirty boxing, couple dirty boxing. Then uh, Menafield manages to break free, hits him with like a left, a right, and an uppercut, and holy shit, hit him one clean time with a good right hand. His eye just swolked up, swolked up so bad. And Devin Clark was like, oh shit, I don't want no more of that. And he ran pretty much the, the rest of the round. And then second round come in, and you start to hear his dad in the background more and more and more. Remember, there is no fans in in the apex, so all you hear is his dad going, "Don't let him do that to you! Don't let him do that to you! Come on, bear! Come on, bear!" And he's just yelling and screaming, and he sounds like a demon because his voice is so low. It, it like kind of scared me a little bit, but uh, yeah. but Devin Clark heard that, and he was like, "I am not disappointing my father today." Got right into it and just started breaking bad on this dude. Like he felt, he felt him get tired, and once he got tired, man, it was all she wrote. All she wrote. She was not. He was just click, click, click. Hit him with a good four or five piece combo, and uh, Menafield didn't want no more of that. And he was just, he was trying his damnedest to get away from that. And in the end, Devin Clark takes the decision. 
Yeah, well, uh, I believe you accidentally skipped the first fight of the night, which was Burns submitting Evan Dunham in round one. Oh, yeah, Herbert Burns. Holy shit. I yeah. did forget about Herbert Burns. I'm sorry. That was real, good. That was really, really quick. Herbert Burns comes out, and he, he get, takes his back, and then Evan Dunham's like, oh, shit, I know I done fucked up. And then Herbert Burns just moves slowly, rotates all the way through, um, turns him over instead of on his left side, turns him onto his right side, pulls that choke in real tight. Oh, oh, she wrote, good night. Thanks for coming out, Devin. Uh, Evan Dunham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we had Juicy Formiga taking on Alex Perez. Yo. Alex Perez was on fire. Kicking that leg like you wouldn't believe. He took something right out of Gutierrez's book. Hit him like three or four times in the leg. And Formiga was like, nope, no more. No mas. No more. Don't want no more. Laid down on the on the uh, canvas and was like, "Come on, we'll do jujitsu." And the guy was like, "Nope, stand up." He went to stand up, kicked him again, and then uh, he like moved and just caught the toes on that le- on the last kick. Just caught his toes. Oh, it sounded like a whip, and, and the mm. ref was just like, "No, it's over. Done. Done. Good night. See you later. No more. Yeah. No mas." And, uh, leg kick, leg kick finish, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was great, great leg kick finish. I was all about it. So I guess that's the, what the twelfth one, ever. Yeah, has in the UFC. In the UFC. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and after that, we had uh, Charles Bird taking on uh, uh, Maki Pitolo or uh, Pito Lolo. Or Pitolo, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna fuck up names. Coconut Pitolo. bombs, yo. That's what his name is. Coconut bombs. Yeah, he knocked dude out. Yeah. He. Wow, man. He was crack. Good night. See you later. Threw them coconut bombs. Uh, so Pitolo takes takes the uh, takes the win on that one. Me and you both thought it was gonna go to a decision, but it looked like Charles Bard just didn't show up. I don't know. That's probably they both kind of suck in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah, it was it was a little weird. I'll say that. Next fight was a shocker for sure. Oh, really? You think so? Cody Stamen taking on Brian Kelleher. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, Cody Stamen was going to do that well. Cody Stamen. Now, okay, Cody Stamen had the Brett Favre kind of inspiration, where you know he had just lost his brother. I don't know in what way. Um, now, his brother was like 18 years old, and he still found the the courage and and the wherewithal to come to come to the fight, actually fight. And you know when you when you put your mind to that, you're like, there's no way I'm losing. I've already lost a family member. There's no way I'm losing. So he had that extra determination, and uh, Brian Kelleher just got outclassed a little bit. Cody Stamen just. Outpointed him, outpointed him at every, at everything. He just looked clean. And the one thing that I I wanted to to harp on a little bit is this was a, a move up in weight for Cody Stamen. Cody Stamen is usually a one thirty five guy, and he's a big ass one thirty fiver. And then he moved up to one forty five for this to face Brian Kelleher. He looks so good at one forty five, dude. So good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm talking like he needs to move up. But he says, no, 
He doesn't want to move up. He wants to stay at 135 because 135 is his home. That's where all the the big action is going to be. So that's where he wants to be. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, you know, and something this I just randomly wanted to mention that made me it made me think of it. You know, uh, the whole death in the family thing didn't work out too well for Walt Harris. So I guess some people deal with it differently. You know. Yeah, but Walt Harris had that whole tragic. Yeah, but it, I mean, we don't know what happened to him. Maybe it was also tragic. True, but but the thing with the difference between what Cody Stamen's going through and what Walt Harris went through, Walt Harris had time to grieve. Cody Stamen didn't have time to grieve. I mean, he the week of fight week is when when he got the news that he was already at the apex when he got the news that he lost his brother. Mm. So he's like, what the hell do I do? I can't go home. I can't go to Michigan. I'm going to, we're going to figure this out, man. That's, that's all we're going to do is we're going to figure this out and we're just going to go with it. And that's what he did. He sucked it up and went right into it. Uh, Hats off to him, dude. Seriously. And then as soon as he, as soon as the fight was over, dude, he just broke down and started crying. It was, it was crazy. Like you couldn't, everybody was like, oh. Man, and to his credit, when he did the interview with Joe Rogan, he got a little broke up, but man, he held it together like a like a champ. <laughs> like I I could I couldn't imagine trying to hold it together like that and do a whole interview with Joe Rogan and you know get my kind of point across and Joe Rogan's telling him or you know asking about his brother and how he felt and all that. And I was like, come on, man! Like it's just it's like heart wrenching to watch that. But, yeah. Good luck to Cody Stamen. I hope he moves up. He is a better 145er than he is a 135er. I think that weight cut does something to him. I think those extra 10 pounds is a big help to him. Uh, and I wish him all the best. Now, moving on, we had a middleweight fight with Ian Heinish, Ian Hurricane Heinish, taking on Gerald Mearshart. Oh, yeah. Did you see the highlights in this yet? Holy. Yeah, Boy. and um, you know, Ian Heinish just t- took on another fight already. Why? He- he's not on medical uh, leave. No, nah, but I can't remember who suspension? it is now. Um, but Ian Heinish is gonna be fighting somebody again. Ian Heinish needs to fight somebody because Ian Heinish whipped that ass. Ian Heinish knocked out Gerald Mearshart like like that. Boy, he didn't even he wasn't playing. Came in like a hurricane for real. Just cracked. With a good right hook, uh, yeah. Mearshart didn't know what the hell hit him, and it, it didn't. Yeah, I, said, even, I said I was saying Heinish is the one that took the fight. I thought you were saying Mearshart took a fight. I was like, he's not on medical nah. suspension because he just got knocked the hell out. But yeah, wow, well, yeah, definitely uh, Mir Mearshart uh, for sure. He wasn't ready. No, nah, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready at all. Is he gonna be fighting Kelvin or something? Kelvin Gaslam? Ooh, that would be a nice fight. I'll take that fight. That might be it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so moving on. From the Oh, it's he's fighting Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen. Okay, that's about fifty. That's about fifty pick'em fight. I like that. I'll take that. I, I got Ian Heinish all day. 
got Ian Heiner's all day? Yeah, because Brenda Allen is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I say that? Why? Because he fucks with juice. You don't fuck with juice. Oh, fuck juice. No, but we also say fuck Brenda Allen. All right, I'll say that. If you're with juice, just like Roxy. <laughs> fuck Roxy, fuck Brendan Allen, and fuck juice. <laughs> oh, man. That shit's cool. I can't do this. Anymore. All right, then we saw a human a human punching bag. No, now. <sighs> um, Alex Casarius so, got a decision win against Chase Hooper. Okay, now now who are we saying? This is the thing with these kind of fights. Okay, Chase Hooper had one UFC fight. He's twenty years old. And he's coming in. He came into the UFC, did very well in his first outing. Now he jumped up in competition to, to face Alex Caceres. And we could see that Chase Hooper has a lot of growing to do. Now, do we say that Alex Caceres is really good now? Or do we say Chase Hooper is really bad? I mean, wh- what do we say? Because the one thing I don't want to do to Chase Hooper is bad enough he's already known as um, Ben Askren's kid, you know, and and I just don't want him to have a Ben Askren career in the UFC, you know, where everybody's like, oh, all you can do is jiu-jitsu or all you can do is wrestle, and there's no striking because his striking definitely needs to get better. Like Chase Hooper is so young. He's so young, and he, you know, he – um. He has time to grow, and I think that he went against a vet that took advantage of the hole in his game. So now, sometimes when people take a no, look at Aljermaine Sterling. He got that. He got knocked the fuck out, and then he's been on a fucking tear since. You know what I mean? Aljo Aljo ain't nothing but the truth, yo. Ain't nothing but the truth. But that's what I'm saying. Like you see people, you see people like that, and that's how that works. Yeah. And um. So maybe he'll come back stronger, man. We don't know yet. He's he's still new. Yeah. He's still young. Yeah, he definitely should come back stronger. So I saw uh, a thing on Twitter or something that said, like, uh, what's his name was like, uh, Ben Askren was like, yeah, maybe you need to come train with your father or some bullshit, said something like that. Ooh. And then Chase Super responded like, yeah, thanks, Dad. But thank God I didn't get my father's. I, no, thank God I got my. I had my mother's chin. I got my. <laughs> or I got my chin from my mother or something like that. Yeah, you don't want daddy's chin. Daddy's chin <laughs> get hurt. Get you hurt in five yeah. seconds. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but Alex Caceres took took him apart so bad. It was it it, it was almost like laughable. And when he took him down, when he put him on his ass too. The other thing is Alex Casares' game improved. It didn't. It didn't get. It wasn't the same game that he normally comes with. This was a, a step up for Casares in in skill level, because he showed fighter IQ. He showed patience. He took his time. He just like when he is he in a new camp or something? I don't know. I said, that what they were saying on in the commentary that night was that sometimes Casares shows up. And other times he just doesn't. You just don't know which one you're going to get. And on this night particular, we got the Caceres that showed up. I mean, and and 
he looked like he looked like a legitimate contender. The way he was piecing him up, he would circle him, he would knock him down, take him down at will. And when he did get it, get down there, he didn't stay long. He did his damage, got away. Uh, Chase Hooper didn't really capitalize on the takedown. Even when Chase Hooper would pull guard, he he still didn't capitalize on that the position. And uh, Caceres just showed him, hey boy, you got a lot of growing to do. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was different. It was different, but cool. I'll, I'll take it. Hell yeah. And, and then what we got next that fight pick championship. Yeah, this is the, now this is the start of the main card. And and we started off with a hell of a fight, yo. Sugar Sean O'Malley taking on Eddie Wyland. And and I thought yeah, Eddie it, I thought Eddie Wyland was going to give him some problems cuz Eddie Wyland's a pressure fighter. He comes on you, he doesn't stop. He can take a shot. Hold up, what does he do on you? Puts pressure. He comes on you? Hey, hey, hey. Come on now. <laughs> you dirty bird. You, you, you said that. He, he puts the pressure on you, all right? He's a pressure fighter, and he's got that herky-jerky mentality and, or, or style, the way, you know, he, he doesn't go all the way through his punches all the time, and when he does hit yeah. you, it's a little off timing, and, and it, it hits you weird. Like, you're like, oh, you're expecting a punch, and it doesn't come at the point that you expect it to, and that's how you get hurt. And um, he started off with that, and then Sean O'Malley just looks calm and cool as a cucumber in there, man. And he, he it, was, it was so sweet. I hope you went back and watched what happened. How he, yeah. how he like, jabbed at him with a left faked an uppercut and then came over with a right hand and when he did he caught him so clean and it looked like effortlessly he knocked him out that's what it looked like and then when he fell i almost thought it was fake the way he fell until he was just out i was like oh no that's that's real (laughs) yeah eddie wyland did not take a dive there (laughs) that was an awesome ass knockout um wasn't uh eddie wyland i think he tweeted like like oh yeah that I got welcome to the sugar show or something like that, I, so he's yeah. being a good sport about it, and like a lot of people are all we're all hype about this you know uh, Sean O'Malley to just do big fucking things dude and I want to see him do on, still go on a slow path but it's really looking like he's gonna be fighting Cody Garbrandt dude I hope he, not yeah I don't want to see that he was saying like he's been he's been going on the record saying that he knows he can knock him out he That's said he what knows he's supposed to say. That's what he's supposed to say. He's supposed to say, I know I can knock anybody out because he has that Connor mystique on him. He has that it factor. You want to watch him. You want to see what he's going to do. He's got the skills to back it up. He talks a little bit of shit, but not too much. He, he He's very confident in the ring and outside of the ring. And, and if somebody's going to say, can you be that guy? He's going to be like, of course I can. I know I can knock him out. I can knock anybody out uh, above my weight class and below my weight class. I can knock anybody out. I'm the best striker in MMA. That's what he's going to say all the time. We know that. And that's what he's supposed to say because he's that kind of guy. 
But you and I both know that uh, UFC, if they're smart, is not going to put them up against Cody Garbrandt right off the jump like that. From Eddie Wyland to Cody Garbrandt, that's crazy. I think they might do it, bro. The way the, the way the world's been working, uh, it's very possible it happens soon. Think oh. about it. Neither guy really took much of a beating. True, true. I, 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 I agree 100%. I just think personally, I think Sean needs maybe one more fight before he starts going into the top five. Give him a top ten guy like we were talking about on uh, Fights at a Roundtable. You say give him John Dotson. Well, he's number 12, but, yeah, give him a top, like, top 15 guy. Yeah. I mean, Because it, like it ain't like he's beating anybody, you know, in the top 15. Right, right. And now, now you want to see him step up gradually. And if he fails... You don't want him to fall that far. If he goes up and fights Cody and loses horribly, he's going to fall really quick. It's going to fuck up his confidence, and you don't want that. Just don't. You you want a star because Connor left already, you know? Connor went and... Uh, Which is why you got to put him against somebody like Cody to build him as a star quicker. That's too He fast. might be rushing this, bro. I'm too telling fast. you. No, what they need to do... and. I'm going to steal this from Chael. They need to uh, showcase a division. And that's what it, that's what UFC 250 did. It showcased a bantamweight division. Both um, because you had, let's say, you had a Sun Tzu Garbrandt. You had Aljo and uh, uh, Sanhagen. You had Eddie Wilde and Sean O'Malley. Uh the the bantam weights were on display in this in this one. I mean, that's what you need to do as a as a company. You don't need to get behind one specific star because then you have all these money issues that we'll get into later. Uh, that that we'll see. What's up, backlog? How you doing, brother? How you doing? You just come in, and we're for those listening on podcast. We are doing an experiment where we're on Twitch live. So if you ever want to come, check us out in there. Join in the chat; it's going to be a great time. Um, but that's why we'll stop every now and then, and and you'll hear us say shout out some people on Twitch. But uh, moving on, we had in the main card we had Neil Magny taking on Anthony Rocco Martin. Man, what did you think about this fight? Did you hear anything about this? I know you you came in a little late on some stuff, but did you hear anything on this fight? What fight was it again? I'm sorry. Neil Magny and Anthony Rocco Martin. Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I've been told, like from a lot of people that I talked to or that when I jumped, you know, in some parties and stuff, they were telling me that Martin got robbed. And then when I talked to you guys, it seemed like y'all were happy with the Magny uh or some some people were when fights at a round table. Some people were happy with that Magni uh, decision. Yeah, I'm happy with with the with the decision, hundred percent. I I mean I I could. He won. I mean, plain and simple, he won. Yeah, I mean, I had somebody that went back and rewatched the whole fight, and he said, "Yeah, after rewatching, he kind of understands the decision. It just wasn't the best performance." Right. It was. It wasn't a. It wasn't the best performance, but um, Neil did control the fight for the most part. It was back and forth, but Neil pushed the pace. Neil and Rocco started to gas in in the later round in the in half of the second, 
and third. He definitely gassed in a third. I think I'll give Rocco the first. I'll give Neil the second and Neil the third. And only because as the fight progressed, you could see that Rocco was fading and fading and fading and fading. So. Yeah. And like I, like we were saying on Fights Around Table, I'm not exciting. I mean, I'm not excited or anything to watch these guys fight anytime in the future, man. I mean, like, these guys are kind of dry right now. I'm like, ah, I don't even give a shit, you know? But Neil's coming back. Neil, he, he took that time off, He he he, but he got better. So I'm not I'm not saying that they're real dry. I just say Neil needs a good um, partner. He needs a good fight that he can boost up. Somebody to push his buttons and and, and fight him on his level. And Rocco was close, but it wasn't that guy. I think he needs somebody a little bit higher. Just a little. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, honestly, like. But the thing is, like, Magny's been looking good, and, and he does he does well against these opponents that aren't you know aren't that great. I mean, he's done well against other great opponents back way back when. Right. Um, like, but to me, he's never really impressed me that much. I'm I'm sorry to say it. I'm I'm just I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you. You, but look, now I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Even though you just said that he didn't impress you much. I think if his next showing he gets a finish or he gets he gets uh he, he gets a dominant performance, I wanna see him take on Colby. Colby? Colby. Okay. Because Colby smashed the shit out of him, bro. Huh? I'd put money on Colby smash the shit out of him, bro. Well, yeah, but Colby who's Colby got right now? That's the other thing. Colby needs somebody Colby needs a partner, you know? Magni? He needs somebody. He needs somebody. He's, he's got Jorge. He's not going to fight fucking Jorge. That ain't going to happen. That fight's not going to happen. Just not. Okay. I would be super surprised if Colby fights Jorge. Really surprised. Because Jorge wants all this money. He's saying he doesn't want to play ball with people. He's got Leon Edwards. Now that Magnus that fight boring, I like, I he's like nowhere that fight. near that level, bro. They're literally like barely like Magnus. I doubt he's top fifteen. If if so, he's at the bottom. He's a, I think he's top ten. Hell no! I'm gonna go check that shit. Check that shit. Check it right now. Fucking, we got it all night. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> now, what were you saying though about Magny? Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I think Magny would with with a good. Um, showing next, will will boost him up. If he's if he's uh, if he's not top ten, he's top twelve. I'm gonna say that. I'll say he's maybe twelve in in the one seventy division. Uh, let's see. Watch him be like number seven. <laughs> he is. He is <laughs> no, not even on the top fifteen. Shut the fuck up. Who's fifteenth? Dude, you act. Li- you Who's act 15th? like first of all, you act like Magni or Rocco Martin was like they're like barely even ranked right now. You gotta understand that. Okay. Either one wasn't gonna bank gain much from that. So t- number fifteen in the world of of light um one seventy. Connor. He's fifteenth. Yep. Ew. 
<laughs> How is that an ew, bro? Ew. He's had, what, three fights in, in, in 170? Okay, so look. Do you think Magny should be ranked higher than Conor McGregor, Pettis, Vicente Luque, Lawler, Jeff Neal, Nate Diaz? That's the top. Like, I mean, that's from okay. 15 to 10. Okay. Lawler, yes. And then the rest yes. of them are fucking definitely way above him. I think he should, he should be higher than Lawler. Hell no. I think he should. You are out of your fucking mind, I bro. think he should. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't even know why I do this podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. When's Lawler won last? When's the last time he won? Bro. 2015? That's the last time Lawler had a I'm win? I'm just saying that, that Magni is not fighting... Nearly as much. He's just recently popped for steroids. That was two years ago. Was it? Yeah. He was out of the game for two years. He just started coming back. He's on his second or third fight back from a two-year ban. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's what he gets. It is what he gets. He served his time. Let the man serve his time and move right. on. I don't know why we spend so much time giving fucking Magni this goddamn. Because <laughs> every look, this is why this is why our podcast is so much different than everybody else's. Is because we we harp on the fights that other people don't harp on. Fuck that. I mean, we can sit here and talk about the main event all damn day, but I mean that's not the way we do things. That's not the way I do things. All right. Well. Let's talk about the next fight. All right, all right. Aljo and Sanhagen was a fucking shock to me. Not that Aljo won, because Aljo whipped that ass. Aljo came in with a nice choke, put put Sagan out like Sanhagen out like like he was a newbie. It was it was beautiful to watch. He came in there with purpose, put the body triangle on him, and and it was only a matter of time after that. It was just one, two, move the hands, move the hands. A little bit of hand fighting and lock on a choke real tight. Night, night. Good night. See you later. Now, Hell yeah. Now, this was a shock to me. It's not that Aljo was that he won. It was how fast he did it. Within like 15 seconds, he, he was on his back. Put him on the ground. Getting that body triangle in. And then working that, working that choke. Working that choke. Within another forty-five seconds, fight's over. Corey Sanhagen didn't have a shot. It was. Just, I think it was actually less than forty-five seconds. The entire fight. It it may have been. I'm I'm being generous. It may have been. Yeah. It, the it, the oh, never mind. It says a minute twenty-eight. Okay. But still, it's like it got a very quick, very quick submission. Yeah, I was hoping for, to for as competitive as everybody thought it would be. I thought I wanted to see I wanted to see their stand up styles because th- those both of those guys have really good hands, really good hands, and I just well Sterling has always been very good with his grappling as well. Yeah, yeah, he, he I I like Sterling the way he mixes the grappling with the stand up. It's it, there's not a real I mean there's weaknesses, but the transitions that he can make from stand-up to grappling is very, very good. It's very fluid, and I like. I wanted to see that against Sanhagen's crisp uh, but footwork and, and punches. 
if you notice, Aljamain Sterling has looked fucking amazing in his last couple fights. You know, it's just he looks like a, a whole new fighter every time, bro. Yeah. And I think I think that he's definitely going to have the title. I mean, I, I just I can't see it any other way. I'm I'm thinking if if now if Aldo wins against Peter Yan, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a little different fight for Aljo. But if Peter Yan wins, which everybody's pretty much banking on, uh, Aljo's gonna beat up on Peter Yan because Peter Yan can't handle that grappling like like that. Just can't. But, uh, but I it, think I think Aldo's gonna win. Really? You think Aldo's yeah. gonna win? I think Aldo will beat Jan. Hmm. That's gonna be a. I I want Aldo to win. I want Aldo to be the champ, double champ. That's what I want. I want to see him in two weight divisions take the championship. That's what. That's just gonna add to his legacy when he does retire. That that's what I want to see. I yeah. think that that's I think he, I think he's gonna win, and then lose the first title defense. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take that. He can lose to Aljo because I like Aljo. I just <laughs> I like Aljo. I can get behind him. I can get behind him all day. Funk uh, master. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good good dude. I haven't I haven't seen nothing like real wrong. He hasn't like been an asshole to anybody as far as i seen i like i like that so moving on to the co-main event we got rafael sunsal taking on cody garbrandt now this is the fight that you came in on okay yeah so so give me your take on this fight i legit can't give you any like you know a, a legit thing other than with the punch because i seriously tuned in just in time to see that how? That just that punch, just that punch. That's it. I I was lucky as fuck one night on that Holy timing. Crap. All right, all right. So Cody Garbrandt came in like like the Cody Garbrandt we all hoped he could be. That's the Cody Garbrandt we got. Oh yeah, that night. I heard it was it was IQ. It was patience. It was. It was combos. It was taking his time. It was setting things up. It was moving footwork. It was the speed. It was the the precision. Everything went right into it. Perfect. It was great. It was just, just fucking wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like a Cody fan. I mean, I like Cody. I I don't care one way or the, one way or the other. I'm kind of neutral. But man. If he fights like that every time, he's going to gain a hell of a following if he doesn't already have it. Because, man, yeah, he there, is There is a lot of point. Cody Garbrandt fanboys. He is on point. And, that, and that, the cool thing about that knockout is he was doing so much movement that a Sunshine was getting tired. And you could see that a Sunshine did not have an answer for Garbrandt because Garbrandt was staying away from him enough so he couldn't grapple him. And he would come in, tag him a couple times, and then back off. Tag him a couple times, back off. And then he would let him in, let him in, let him in. And he gave him a false sense of security. And you could see it. He was It was written all over Garbrandt's face like, I got you. You think you have me, but I got you. It's coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. 
And then you see him looking at him, looking at him like he's going to throw a hook. He's going to throw a hook. Here's go- here comes the hook. Here comes the- I'm going to duck the hook. I'm going to duck the hook. Oh, I'm not going to take my eyes off this dude's chin. Never going to take my eyes off this dude's chin. Okay, I'm coming with the haymaker from around my back. Crack! And then it was over. It was over. Put him face first in the canvas. And once you go face first, that's it. The ref is going to call it immediately. See ya. Yeah, so, like, the way I was looking at it was, like, he faked, he did what I usually try to do in, in the game on UFC. He faked the punch, got the guy to count, try to counter, threw a counter punch, Rafael Sunsau threw, threw a punch, and he caught him as he was throwing the punch. He knew the, you know what I mean? He knew the punch that was coming. He knew because he kept throwing it all, all that round. Yeah, but he, that's what I'm saying. But he baited him in. He yeah. baited him in to throw that. Oh, he did yeah. it. He did it perfectly. Yes, he did. And and the thing I loved about it was that even in the slow motion replay and the instant replay and and the even when you did it at full speed, or whatever, you see that he never took his eyes off his chin. Even when he's ducking, you can see his eyes like looking up, like oh shit, oh shit, you never. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go wham and just hit him. Ah, oh, perfect. Yeah, and uh, my favorite part about the knockout was when they had to try to sit him on a stool and they, he couldn't even stay on a stool. They had to put him back on the floor. <sighs> that motherfucker was out. He was fucked. Oh, my and God. And a lot I, of people thought, asked, I thought the bell asked, saved like, him. I thought the uh, when I was watching it in real time, I was, so, I was so hype about it. It was like... Was that before or after the bell? I couldn't really tell. And then, then they played it back. It was right before the bell. I mean, like a half a second before the bell. Yeah. Boom. And it was over. I was like, oh, he actually did get it before the bell. Good shit. Because yeah, I so wanted a Sunset to win. That's who I wanted to win. I thought Cody was going to be a head case. And he just wasn't going to win. So I picked a Sunset. I know in a podcast I said Garbrandt. But... When it comes down to it, I could not get over that that Cody's normally a head case, and in here he didn't he didn't show any of that. He didn't show not one bit of it. I was yeah, I, I was loving and, it. And uh, a lot of people was comparing the two, Sean O'Malley and uh, Cody Garbrandt, and asking which one you like better. Me personally, I liked Cody Garbrandt's knockout better. Um, they both had like a like a fake and then a fucking beautiful punch and lands, but I just feel like Cody Garbrandt was just a little bit more mean and knocked dude out a little bit more seriously. I think hmm, both guys set it up really really well. Like Sean knew what he was doing when he was faking the uppercut and just did it very effortlessly, kind of. Uh, like uh, a very flowy kind of thing, but Garbrandt had that, uh, that that aggression on that right hand. Like you just knew when he was throwing it right when he ducked down. We all knew that that punch was coming and it was over. If it landed, it was over, and it did. And good night. That's I think the anticipation of the Garbrandt knockout was was what made it better like sean's sean's knockout was great but it was a shock it was like oh i didn't see that coming oh he faked the uppercut overhand right oh i didn't see that coming that was kind of a shock it was like a a jump scare like oh shit he knocked him out 
But when Garbrandt did it, you were like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Ah, here it comes. It's going to be great. Oh, yes. Holy <laughs> shit. That's why, you, yeah. that's why you feel that, 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 uh, that, that, that visceral fucking rage that Garbrandt had. And it was, it was just perfect. Cats off to Garbrandt. He, whoever he's going to face next, I hope he destroys. Whoever it is. Well, it looks like it might be uh, Sean O'Malley. And it's cool. And I'm, I know this is weird. I'm in a I'm in a cool place as a fan because you, you, usually I get really emotionally invested into like one person in a specific division. But 135, I like all those guys, and I have really no emotional attachment. So I just love watching the sport of the fights that go on. I I can't, if Cody loses, I'm not that hurt about it. If if Sean loses, I'm not that hurt about it. So I'm I'm just at a really cool place watching 135, where I can just sit back and enjoy whatever fight 135 yeah. decides to yeah. go on. It's really it's a cool division to watch. You don't get too invested like you know Connor Khabib kind of. It's not a bunch of. Uh, it's not very divisive. It's not a very divisive division. Yeah, so uh, what was the next fight we got going on here? Oh, that would was be it, the, main was it the main event. That's the main <laughs> event. You know, uh, Amanda Nunes taking on Felicia Spencer. Uh, this is just—it it was just academic, pretty much. You, you knew what was going—you knew what you were going to get before you got it, and you got what you thought you'd get. Yeah, so. Uh, it was a one-sided beatdown of Amanda Nunez. She even was basically whipping her ass on the floor too, like on the ground. Uh, she was in the dominant positions most of the time, and you know, just beating on her. Well, she didn't. I mean, she didn't engage with her too much on the ground, but she just let her know, like, "I'll beat your ass in the feet. I can throw you to the ground, and I'll beat your ass there." But it wasn't like she wasn't trying to wrestle with her. She was just throwing her on the ground and punching her. Throwing her ground and punching her. It wasn't like a uh, a transition, like a scramble. She didn't. No, get, no, no. She was she was just wrestling her down and and getting dominant positions and beating her up. Yeah, she was very, very so, methodical. I mean, yeah, on, her groundwork was be, her grab her her wrestling and 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 ground and pound was beating Felicia Spencer's jujitsu. Yeah, you know. So I mean. That's that. I mean, all together. I mean, it wasn't. It was. I mean, she she looked pretty fucked up. She had a fucking big ass uh, swelling on her forehead, and then that shit cut open, and it was just bleeding. And uh, I don't know. It was a pretty bad beatdown. Yeah. Okay. So my question for you here, like, if you've seen this whole fight, right? You've seen the first, second, third, fourth round it was just domination. Now the fifth round comes around. She's got that big ass hematoma on her. She's starting to look like JJ in the Wally in the in the Zhang Z fight. Um, Motherfucker, <laughs> you said that or, name so far. Or Wally Zhang. That that's what I wanted to Whatever, say. Whatever, it's all good. But um, like, do you think that that uh, Amanda took the fifth round off a little bit? Uh, uh <clears throat> maybe. I mean, it was just like she didn't hurt her. She. She she beat her up a little bit, but not enough. She she could have ended that at any point, and she didn't. It was like she was taking mercy on her. Well, I mean, I don't th- I don't I don't even think of it like that. I mean, 
it's like I said when when we were talking about fights around table. It's like when we were discussing whether or not that somebody maybe should have thrown in a tail. I said, well, you know, you got to think of her as somebody like Ortega. I mean, up until the last second, she's fucking dangerous as shit. So oh, yeah. that maybe Amanda was being cautious, knowing she's already fucking won it in the bag. And just saying, hey, I'm going to be cautious and not accidentally get wrapped up in something stupid. Right. I hear that. It was just like, it was just weird because the the previous four rounds were just so dominant. And just like, I, I'll just kill you whenever I want and I'm going to try. And then in the fifth round, it was like, I could hurt you and I could end this, but I'm just going to coast a little bit. Tag, tag. Move away. Tag, tag, move away. It wasn't like she was... It didn't look like she was going for the finish. She already knew she won. Yeah. Why, why put herself in danger? That's how... I, I think of it that that's what she was doing, but... I mean, I, it might be that other mentality. Yeah. And uh, what about somebody did the bit like a million-dollar bet on her? Oh, my God. Okay, so if you have a million dollars in spending money... Are you going to bet it on Amanda Nunes to win when only your only return your only return is 166 grand? It's I don't like I for one I'm not I wasn't sure enough to bet fucking $20 on Amanda, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean it's a it's a pretty safe bet and it's one of the safest bets in MMA I've ever seen. But I mean, a million dollars? Woo! Damn, a million? That's yeah, crazy. Got, I, mean, I mean, but hey, you got that hundred sixty-six thousand returns. So he, he did. He, whoever it was, that that person definitely got that got that return. But I mean, was I guess in hindsight, the risk is worth the return, or the risk is worth the reward. But I mean, that's that's ballsy. It's very ballsy. Who, who does Felicia Spencer know? Huh? Who does Felicia Spencer know? I don't know. Why? Who? She took a dive. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. She wasn't diving for uh, nobody. Now, you already, you already knew that uh, I picked fucking... I thought she was going to knock her out first round, bro. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was going to be night-night Felicia. Because Felicia holds her hands down. She just wants to be hit. And and what, what what's up with... um? Who's Amanda going to fight next? I mean, at this point, why not just fucking retire on top? Um, I mean, it's a very, a very decent idea. Uh, but she is, she's still in her, like, prime. She, she has no real reason to retire. She, she just doesn't. There's nobody else to fight. Not at the moment. But there's always going to be somebody else. Not at the moment. But, I mean, you could get a new fighter in tomorrow and work her way up and then fight Amanda. But I, I doubt it, but it's possible. I mean, Holly Holm is taking on uh, uh, Irene Al- Aldani, which is the closest thing to a contender that uh, Amanda Nunes has. Is either Holly Holm or uh, Aldana. So, phew. What are you going to do? I mean, I know I heard a lot of people talking about the Valentina Shevchenko rematch. I don't see that happening. I see 
Valentina taking on uh, Wiley Zhang way before she takes on Amanda Nunes again. Amanda Nunes got those two divisions locked up at the heavier weight classes in the women's division. The lower division will probably be Valentina because I think that Valentina and Whaley will be a great fight, but I think Valentina wins that fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I. There's a lot of different outcomes that could prevent any of those fights from happening. Just just different things. Like if Whaley fights, you know, uh, in her next fight and loses. You know what I mean? Like, and she might not stay champion. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's she? She just got there, bro. I mean, she did one defense. Yeah. And it was a yeah. damn good match. I mean. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like she completely dominated everybody. No, she's, she's fought. She's fought a few notable people, and that's it. So yeah. we still. I wouldn't just be so big on her to talk about some. I don't want to jump too quick to jump to talk about these uh, double champ shit. You know what I mean? Okay. She needs to prove herself in her fucking division more. Now, uh, as far as the Fight Pick Championship went this week, we had Juice at Fight Myself Podcast. Fuck Juice. Fuck you, Juice. Uh, he got first this week with 55 points. Super fuck you. Uh, backlog got second place with 50 Holy points. shit. Casual Kevin got second place? Check them oh, out everywhere shit. you can go. Backlog time, backlog network. Oh, shit. Google that. Google that shit, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> and then third place for the weakest, World Winning Federation with 45 points. Oh, fucking alpha. <laughs> now, let's talk about... Excuse me. Oh, I'll let you take your nap and then come back to us. Ah, I didn't mean to. Anyway, uh, the leaderboard. Yeah. We currently have a tie in in first. How the you, how how the fuck do you have a tie in this kind of championship uh, tournament? How do. this is crazy? I would never so, expect a tie the way the way we pick our fights and the way we have so many different personalities in this in this tournament. I just I just wouldn't expect to see a tie, and it's crazy. That we got a tie for first and second. Like, wow. Yeah, well, right now we got a tie just in first, which is Cheney, Latby MMA, a.k.a. Weak Neck Baby, uh, with 975 points. And also in first with 975 points is Alpha at World Winning Federation. Then in second and third place is Ricky and me. So that's... You know, uh, Ricky with eight fifty and me with eight hundred. So I mean, it's it, it's we're still in the top three right now. You yeah, know, MMA marks. We we ain't fucking around. We ain't letting nobody fucking take our place. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep that belt where it belongs at home. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's getting close to uh, the ending. Yeah, I believe we decided that the end will be July 11th at UFC 251. That is going to be the end of the fight pick championship for this this year and then uh we'll start back up uh soon thereafter when we get everything ready yeah i mean uh 
Cheney or or Alpha, if they get it, good good for them. Yeah. But I do not see anyone else besides the four of us getting that number one spot. No, hell no. It's one of us. That's for sure. Cause but you never know. Grammy back could come out of nowhere and just do really well when everybody else does shitty. So how many fights? How many fights do we have after after we have the the June thirteenth card? We have a June twenty seventh card, I think, and then we have uh, a July eleventh card. So that's, I mean, if we I thought international fight week had like four days of uh, fights. Is it four? I don't know. Um. You might have to look that up real quick because I'm not good with that. Well, we may change the date depending on how the fights work out for the International Fight Week. Because I'm not really sure either and things are subject to change. But we want to do it on the last fight of International Fight Week. That's the last uh, fight pick for the season, if you will. And then after that, we will have a winner. Okay. So now, we're going to look more well, into it, and it might not be July 11th. It might be something a little, a little thereafter, but uh, we'll look into it and make sure. It does look like a stacked-ass card on a July 11th, though. I mean, talking about uh, Max and, and uh, Alexander. Well, Peter before Young we get into all that, I wanted Jose, to talk Fight Pick I mean, Championship. crazy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lead well, I mean, way. I want to discuss a few things. Like, So if we do have a tie... You know, we got to figure out what we're going to do. Okay. What would you like to do? I, I like your idea that you put on Discord, but tell everybody what you had in mind. Well, I mean, other, there's there's a few ideas that were presented. Like Alpha was saying that maybe we do who had the best overall card. If you compare, like, who had the top card or whatever. You know what I mean? Top picks for one, one event. For that event? Uh, for a certain event. Like... Out of all the events, who had the highest, best night? You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Um, wasn't too happy about that, or not? I wasn't too thrilled. Like you know what I mean? It wasn't too exciting to me. Yeah. Like, but I kind of get that. Yeah. Uh, mine, I said Alpha didn't like mine. I don't believe, but I was saying maybe MMA trivia. I like that idea a lot. And he was saying that he would hate to lose his. Uh, and not get it if he just to MMA trivia, which I kind of <laughs> wanted to be like, you don't sound very confident there. But at the same time, yeah, but I kind of get it because it doesn't have to do with the fight picks. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really have to do with, say, fight picks and you're not picking a fighter. But it does go on how hardcore of a fan you are and and how you cover the sport. I mean... And that, that, in essence, is what we were doing. We're trying to promote each other and, and our um, fanatic uh, obsession with MMA. And that's why the trivia seemed cool to me is because, okay, it's coming down. We've, we've seen who can pick the best fighter. Now let's see. Let's test your knowledge. Let's go that one extra step. Well, yeah, that's death. only if there's a tie, though. That's only if there's a tie. And, it, I mean, it's very, very unlikely that we will get a tie unless unless Cheney and Alpha pick the exact same picks and me and Buddy bomb that night. Well, 
there's a couple fights in between there, I believe. Yeah. Like, like the one this weekend. Right. Uh, but anyway, um, shit. What was I gonna say? Oh, so I don't think that that should be our definite thing. Okay. But maybe we, maybe we still we still wait on the other guys to give their ideas if they have any. Maybe we all vote on it, and it, if the listeners have an idea. Tell, uh, get a hold of us through social media and tell us. Yeah, man, I'm down for that. Definitely down for that. And you know, eventually we will vote on it or something. That just to keep it fair. Hmm. I'll take that all day. I mean, it. Look, the, the reason we got into this whole thing was to have a, a circle of people that love MMA that we could promote. And that they could promote us at the same time. And that has worked so well. I mean, here we are with with this group of friends that we didn't even know existed before this year started. And and now we're pretty close. We're talking shit all the time. We're doing streams. We're doing Twitch. I mean, we're doing guest spots on everybody. I mean, this is what we envisioned. And I couldn't be more happier for it. I'm so glad this has has sprung into what it is and I, I can't wait for the next batch of people yeah and you know we're trying to decide if we're gonna start up right away give ourselves a couple weeks i think that we were thinking if it ends on july the first week of july then we were thinking maybe we start back in august you know take a couple weeks off and then kind of get everybody together see who's in it who's not kind of decide how big we want it so, you know, be on the lookout for the next season, and maybe we might even... W- the year-long one was pretty cool. I don't know if everybody wants to do that. We're going to all get together with everybody that participated and see what everybody liked about it, what everybody didn't like, you yeah. know, things that they think should change. And, yeah. you know, so if you're listening and you're part of the Fight Pick Championship, uh, you know, be on the lookout for us to talk to you about it. And and this isn't one of those competitions where, where oh to the winner go all the spoils because I mean this was such a you had to come in every week and you had to come correct for all those that did not make the top spot at the end you're definitely going to get something we don't know what yet we're working out the details we're working out something but you definitely are going to be recognized for your participation and and your determination and discipline to come in with fight picks correct every friday or every time there was a fight because of this covid shit this this craziness and just fights alone i mean you could miss a week and just destroy your whole lead as as alpha did i mean i mean everybody i think everybody in the competition at least missed one week and and some some even downright just dropped out completely Hey, what about what about like something for next next time? Just because I'm thinking about different things. Okay. Like, what if we give bonuses, like almost like performance of the night for like fight picks? Like, say say if you got every person right, you get like an extra ten points or something. You know what I mean? Unbelievably, that happened one time this year. Hats off to E Emmanuel, fucking from Lap B. I mean, you sure he, it didn't happen to me before? I don't think so. You came pretty close. You came very close. I don't think you have, and we can go back and check it. But I mean, because I have all the records in my book. But I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, E has been the only one that's gotten 
everyone right. You may have gotten a whole main card right. But I don't think you've gotten an entire card from prelims to main right like he did. Oh, I didn't know he got the whole card, but he got. The I was just. Whole I was card. talking about. I was talking about the main card, bro. The main card, for, yes, for you've done that. We we're not gonna give awards for the other things if it's for oh, the fight championship. Come on, man. And I, that I, doesn't count. I, I mean, it's, it's okay. only the ones that are participated okay. in. Okay. Well, we could work it out during during the whole whole uh, um, meeting when we when we sit down with everybody and let everybody have their say. I mean, are you going to go through everybody's podcast and get everybody's fucking picks from top to bottom? I could. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I could. You would be in charge of that if you wanted to do oh, something. Oh, come on. Weirdo. I'm not going to get everybody's every, – and not only think – not everybody gives the pick for fucking bottom, you know, from first fight all the way up. Oh, come on. Derek Miner and Jordan Griffin deserve your fucking love. But I'm talking about like somebody like Granby Bag, somebody like World Winning Federation. You know, they're not, they don't, they don't do a podcast on it, so they don't always talk about like the earlier right. prelim fights. Right, and that's why we did the main event, and I, I like that. I like that aspect of it because we can get the semi casuals in here and, and figure out what you know, let them have their fun, which is good because you don't want just just to be a, like a hardcore thing. Because then, then people will get turned off from it. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to next year, and we're gonna make this bigger and better. That that's that's the goal, just to get bigger and better each time we do this. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So man, so this is this is what you want to go to the fight card, or do you want to do fight news next? Um. Let's talk about some fight news. All right. All right, fight news. What the hell is going on with everybody in the fight business this week? Everybody wants more money. Everybody's telling them, fuck you, I'm not fighting. What the hell happened? What's in the water lately, man, to make everybody just say, fuck the UFC? They're not making big paydays right now. And why? How the hell can they? Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not making big paydays, so they can't pay out as much. Right. So it's kind of like a you scratch my back now, I'll scratch your back later, I think. Honestly, I think that's how they should look at it. Yeah, but they've, to, to play devil's advocate, they've, they've played that bullshit from Jump Street for a long time, man. It's time to pay up. Yeah, I get it, but. I mean, how. I, don't know, man. I mean, I just, I, I. I want them to. I, I would. I want them to get paid what they they deserve. But, I mean, obviously, they don't need all these older fighters who you know they can just keep building stars like we've always talked about. Right. And therein lies the problem. It's it's not. I'm gonna get deep in the weeds on this one, but I don't care. Therein lies the problem that the UFC is an organization that we follow and not not the sport the sport has a lot more moving parts than just the organization the organization is a branding machine kind of thing you know the whole like uh it's it's just a a locomotive a locomotive of of uh social media presence they got the espn deal 
I mean, they're the number one person in that business. And that, yeah. I mean, that's hard to that's hard to beat from one specific person. I mean, Connor tried it. He got very very big, very very fast, but I don't know. <laughs> Who you flipping off? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just having fun, bro. <laughs> like, oh shit, somebody make you mad in the chat. Nah, 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 <laughs> not at all. So, but yeah, I mean, really, I, I don't know. I mean, these all these fighters that want more money, I think deserve it, but I don't know if they have the money to pay out right now. No, because they're not getting a gate. They're not selling any merch. I mean, tch, come on, you're not getting, you're not getting paid like that. You're just not. And Dana's just laughing at him. Like, are you serious? coming at me with more money like come it's on like man. nobody tells you you have to fight right if you don't want to fight don't fight but the this is the double-edged sword too they're also tell they're also calling them uh independent contractors and they're not you, yeah you, you have yeah, well, them he called, under contract he, called him out on it. he said then really then then i'm free to go yeah i mean if jorge says uh jorge was saying if if you think i'm worth it let me go john jones said the same thing kind of you know, I know my worth. You ain't going to pay me. Let me go. And they're yep. like, fuck you. You done signed a contract. And and to, to Dana's point, this isn't like they signed contracts two years ago and are like, oh, you guys aren't, aren't keeping your end of the deal. I need a new contract. They signed these contracts less than six months ago. And now they just blew up within that six months. And now they're like, oh, well, I want more money. And Dana's like, well, technically, we don't have to give you shit because you signed this contract for five fights, seven fights, ten fights, whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. I get it. And if I was Dana, I'd be doing the same shit. Like, you signed this deal. That's your fucking fault. Deal with it. How about um, Usman getting I mean, uh, Burns getting a shot at Usman. And the title. I don't agree with that shit. Well, the thing is, is Leon Edwards did get offered first, but he was not able to take it. And, and I think Jorge was also offered it. Yeah, Jorge was offered was offered it, but the money didn't make sense to him, so he just said, uh, "Screw it, I'm not fighting." And then, and then Leon Edwards got offered after him. Leon Edwards did not get uh, was is not able to because he can't leave you. You know, the UK and everything. The dude on Fight Island, then. I mean, that's where you're doing it anyway. He can't leave in the UK. He can't leave. He can't, he can't leave, leave the UK? Yeah, they're on lockdown. There's no flights out. Oh, man. So, and and not only that, I don't think that he was able to properly train, so he couldn't take it. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he declined it on that reason as well. Okay. But, mm-hmm. um... Burns is ready, man. I mean, and like I was saying before, I think Burns will beat Usman. I really do. And uh, I'm definitely excited what did for you that, say dude. That? I want I want to hear why. Why do you think Burns would beat Usman? Okay, well, first of all, I've been saying that for a while now. I know you, you know, have. I've been, I've been on Burns for a while. Burns is a fucking savage, and he's been showing it more and more. He's way better than fucking Usman on the feet. And with the grappling, it's I think it's a very interesting thing, but I don't think that Usman's going to want to grapple with him. Why? Because I mean, because Burns is also j- very dangerous with his jujitsu. Yeah, I get I get the submission threat is there is way a little bit higher, but 
hit Usman's ring control is unmatched. I've never seen somebody control Octagon the way Usman is. Usman's about as boring as watching paint dry, but he can control a ring, and he he does it very very well. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I don't think Burns is going to allow him to do that at all. Okay. I mean, I, I guess we're going to find out come come this year. But, man. You know, I really like what Uzumi was saying about Burns. What's he saying? You know, he was just saying, like, well, he, he, he talks shit on everybody else other than Leon Edwards. But he basically called, he basically was saying Masvidal's a bum. Fucking Nate Diaz is a bum. Mm-hmm. Because because Nate Diaz came out and said said some shit about Conor McGregor, Masvidal, and some other people. But he basically and he and he gave a whole list of why they're bums. Like he's like, yo, you did this, this, and this. And at first I was like, yo, you're taking shots to these guys. What the fuck? They still give you a fucking really hard goddamn fight. Right. But then but then I seen what he he was kind of he's building the fight for for him versus Burns. Yeah. And he said, and Burns and he he was saying Burns on a six fight win streak. Burns is uh, doing this, this, and this. Burns just had the, one of the best fights of his life. Burns um, is a true martial artist. You know, he's not he he's not lacking in one area. Okay. Or you know what I mean? That. He's like he he he's, he trains everywhere. He's not a bitch. I, yes, I agree. I think, and I do think that that is a way more dangerous fight for Usman than. Uh, Masvidal or Nate Diaz or Nate Diaz uh, is not. It's not going to get. McGregor that might be a harder fight for Usman, but I'm not sure. Fuck no, McGregor don't on, want on, none on. of that smoke. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Maybe not harder, but a more likely. He would be more likely to get knocked out by Connor. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Than he would anybody else. Like Connor's got. Connor's got that knockout uh, likeliness higher than any of the other guys. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, okay. I, I, but, I mean, it's like a punch. It's a puncher's chance with Connor, but, I mean, it, Usman's a way better wrestler, way better, uh, ring IQ kind of thing. I mean, it's just. It just had. I mean, he has more things in his favor for the Connor fight than he does any any other of them fights. Any, yeah, but like you, you can't always re- you can't always think that a wrestler can just get in. You know I mean, what I mean? I, I'm not saying that a wrestler can just get in, and I know Connor's very elusive, but as far as like cardio, uh, strength, positioning, technique. As far as grappling is concerned, technique. I mean, it's just if I was if I was Usman and I had all those people lined up, I'm taking Connor on that one. Like, I don't want to fuck with Burns. I'll get submitted. I don't want to fuck with Masvidal. He's fucking tough as shit. Nate Diaz got cardio for days. I'm gonna take Connor because all I got to worry about is a left hand and a and a foot to the chest. Yeah, but I don't think that I think he would have taken Connor too. But I don't think that Connor was available because he's retired again or whatever. That's that's okay. Let's just jump into that real quick, because I've got. Hold on, I just want you to. I just want you to do an early pick. Burns versus Usman. Who you got? Usman. Bitch. I got Usman all day. You're a bitch. Yeah, 
we'll see who's right. Because I'll put money on that one. Oh, by the way, did you see the hot dog uh, picture? I, I no. What what was what's my what's, profile picture on Facebook? What what prompted the change from from your pretty face to a hot dog? <laughs> a hot dog with a little face of one of my teammates on it. Okay. Oh, I did, did not see, see that. I did not zoom see in. That. Okay. But uh, I lost a bet and I had to change my profile picture to that. <laughs> How did you lose this bet? What what did you? I bet didn't think on? Burns was going to get the title shot. I didn't think he was going to oh, get it, bro. Oh, damn. Me, me and my teammate got to talking, and uh, I was like, yo, they're not going to get Burns' title shot. It just don't make sense. Mm. And then he, and then we started talking. We, I was like, all right. And then we were talking about winner take winner gets to tell the pro, you know, uh, the new profile picture. Oh, man. That's... Just for 24 hours. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> So now you are a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, with another teammate's face on it. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit, brother. Good shit. So yeah, um, McGregor and his retirement. Is, you were getting in. All right, all right, all right. So you, you you had me up here. Now you bring me down a little bit. You 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 kind of even me out. I'm not gonna come in as hot as I was, but it pissed me off. It really fucking pissed me off to see Mc- Conor McGregor do this stupid ass retirement bullshit because he's not getting the fights that he wants when the time he wants them. I mean, here we have Amanda Nunes is the goat of the women's division all the way from every weight class you can think of. She's the best to ever grace that cage as a female. And fucking Conor McGregor's going to suck the air out of the room because he can. Who the fuck retires on a Sunday morning at 6 a.m.? Because that's what time it was in Ireland when he fucking posted his I'm retiring picture. That's some bullshit. Well, it was right at the end of the fights, right? Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. What the fuck? I You're... feel like I feel like that was a very, very smart move. Smart and how? How is it smart? <laughs> well, I mean, it got everybody talking about Connor and not anyone of the fights, and it was a good fight night. Yeah, so but... everybody was already talking about the fights. Think they see Connor tweet about that, yeah, and then all of a sudden now everybody's talking about Connor. Yeah, but that, but how is that smart? What what is smart about that? Because keeps him fucking super relevant, and super fucking uh, on everybody's but topic. It, but, of it, the, but all it is we're talking about him now. But yeah, we're gonna talk about him all right now because if it's a dick move, because all it is, everybody, anybody who really knows Connor or really follows the sport knows this dude is not retired. He's not. No, he, not at all. He wants to fight. He said he wants to fight. And he always said he, he, he said he wanted to fight so many times this year. And, and it just didn't work out that way. But it's just, it, it, to do it right after the fight. I mean, you could have waited till Monday or whatever. You could have waited till later that day to do it. But you're going to do it as soon as the fights are over. Because you're an asshole and you want to steal the spotlight from Amanda Nunes. I just thought it was a dick move because nobody takes this negotiation tactic fucking serious. And, and if I'm Dana, I'm like, fucking get the fuck out, retire. That's what I would be like. I'm like, I don't even fucking care no more. Because this, this shit's getting played out and it's getting old. It just is. Yeah, I mean, well... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, tell me I'm wrong! He- 
but he wouldn't be wrong in retiring now if, if he really believes the way he believes. He says he's just not excited anymore. So if it is a real retirement, good for him. He's just he's he's realizing that he don't want to fight anymore. Great, great. But I mean, it's just it just seems so stupid. It didn't it didn't seem like a I'm retiring. I've I've realized you know. I'm I'm gonna hang him up. It doesn't it doesn't feel like that. It feels like a negotiation tactic in public. It doesn't feel like a retirement. It feels like, hey, you're not gonna give me what I want. I'm gonna drag your name through the streets. Oh, you're not. Everybody else is is uh, jumping on this bandwagon that you're not. Are paying. you sure? It seems like that. Because to me, it seems like he kind of was pretty genuine talking about he's buying his mother. You know, her last home. It's gonna be great. He's gonna have fun with his families got two kids or whatever the fuck he's got now and yeah but then why why come in this year and say oh i'm gonna fight three times i'm gonna fight four times this year i don't care who it is uh j- just get me on the card i'm gonna fight back yeah, but to then back with all the covid stuff maybe hey, give him time to reflect and think about life and then he realizes hey man i got enough money already oh. i gotta i want to just spend the rest of my life just Chilling with my family, having a good time, making sure that my kids grow up great. And more power to him, but he had enough money when he fought Floyd. He didn't have to come back and fight Cowboy's ass for 40 seconds. He, he just didn't. He makes enough money off of Proper 12 to live fine. He does not need to fight at all. But he came in and told everybody he wants to fight. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. And the thing about Connor is is what we can hold true to Connor is that whatever he says he wants to do, nine times out of ten, he's going to do. He's gonna go and do it. And he yeah. when when he said, I'm gonna fight three times this year and I'm gonna i I'm gonna you're gonna see me fight more, you're gonna see me fight the best, or you're gonna see me fight whoever. I mean, I'm not taking days off. It it just and and the timing that he did it was just such a dick move. I mean, as soon as the know. fight's over, I mean, I mean the, maybe he may, it, it, it could move. be genuine, bro. I'm telling you. If it was genuine, he would have did it like GSP. If it was genuine, he would have made a press conference that I'm I'm out. See you later. He'd have made a big tadal about it. He wouldn't have he gave can't, it because of COVID nineteen, dude. He, come on, man. Come on. There's motherfuckers protesting all over the world. Telling me that he can't make a big ta-da about, please. Imagine all the people shit. it would bring. He probably literally is not allowed. Oh no, bullshit! I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Don't believe that for a second. All if right, Connor, well, if Connor was serious about retiring, he would, he would have made, he would have made a bigger deal about it other than just a tweet on Twitter. Yeah. Well, whatever. Oh well. I, 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 I just, I'm just pissed off because. The dude's gonna take take shine away from the people in the room, and it's just not necessary. That girl ain't even in your division. You'll never see her, no matter how much weight you cut or how much weight you gain. You'll never see her in a fight, and you had to take that shine away from her yeah. after she broke all the history and shit. Man, that's fucked up. It fucked was a up. smart move. That's fucked up. He's not gaining nothing from it. The fuck you mean? It makes him relevant. It makes us talk about him. You and we done talked about him for ten minutes straight. But that, it, it, that's what he's gaining. 
Yeah. Because now people are talking about proper. We were talking about proper twelve and everything else, and then it's going to be in people's minds and shit. You know, it's he's 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 doing what he needs to do to, to mean, keep the money rolling, bro. It's good publicity for him. I get that. And which brings money in for him. I guess. He's just hundred percent. God, he's a dick. <laughs> All right. So we talked about Connor. We talked about people wanting more money. What about these fights that are upcoming that we have right now that are signed and done? Do you know about them? Uh, which ones? Like the ones that are going to be in Fight Island? There are a couple that are going to be in Fight Island, and there's a couple more that are going to be in Fight Island after July 11th. Yeah, well, they announced where the Fight Island is, which is in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. And then when you look it up on a map, it's... I mean, there's water around, but it's like it looks like it's got a main highway going through it that goes through other parts of not the island. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it's like it just looks not. It looks very not islandy. You know hmm. what I mean? Okay, I know it's like a big theme park of an island. It's like uh, Yes Island, I think it or Yaz Island or something like that. Y A S. Yeah. I'm just saying, it just didn't look very islandy. I guess, but maybe I'm wrong. You were expecting I just saw, like Gilligan's I saw, Island. So, so, I saw a couple people post about the map, like the map, uh, on the map of what it looked like. I didn't actually like see pictures, like uh, Google Earth style. Right. All right. So I mean, Fight Island seems cool. I think we're just let down a little bit that it's like a theme park and not not a a desert island that we were expecting. Like to that this is going to be like a regular thing. I don't think this is going to be like a regular thing from now on. I think it's it's going to serve a purpose, and then they're getting get going to be away from it. But is it still on an island where it's like they don't have the same laws? Or yeah, a hundred percent. What commission is going to sponsor it? So it's like a privately owned island still. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's worse still. Cool. I mean the. I don't think commission is going to. I, I mean, they're in Abu but, Dhabi. So does that? So that that's where I get confused. Like, okay, so the the fights are supposed to be commissioned, but if they're not commissioned and they're on like a private island, that does that goes towards their professional record? Yeah, because it's still under the USC UFC brand. I mean, they're going to get some type of, of commission to sanction it, but I don't know how uh, impartial or or uh, legitimate that that uh, commission will be. Yeah, I want. Like I said, I I would love it if they just did some weird, wacky shit where it's like open weight tournament and shit. <laughs> yeah, get fucking Brock Lesnar beating up on Joey Benavidez. Is that what you want to see? Joey fuck. Benavidez has already got a, uh, somebody to worry about that's much bigger than him, and that's fucking Figueredo. <laughs> he ain't gonna fight fucking Figueredo, is he? Is he, he is for the title. Remember, they already fought. Yeah, but and they got a rematch. Oh, they do got a rematch. Okay, you're right. You're right. I thought he missed weight. Said... The guy that won missed weight. Uh, okay. I thought Joey was uh, retiring though. I don't think he is. Oh. Did you hear that? I did. I did hear that. I would if I was him. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I was like, okay. I didn't hear it at all. Mm. Liar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, did you hear about uh, Gustafson's coming back? Yeah, he's going to be fighting... Uh, Verdum. Somebody, somebody heavyweight. Yeah, Verdum. He's, oh, yeah, yeah. He's fighting Fabrizio Verdum. Dangerous fight for both of them. I mean, it's like, it's so dangerous, so like neither one has nothing to lose. I mean, they're not yeah, well, gaining anything. This this is like the fucking... This is that crazy shit you're talking about on the Fight Island. No, to me, you know what this is? What? You know how they like do like uh, expectations versus reality? Yeah. Okay, so we get fucking honey dicked with Naganu versus John Jones, and then we get fucking bullshit ass old fucking Fat Verdun versus out of retirement bullshit Gustafson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it's bro, all, all talk, on. and then when it comes down to it, it's a shitty fight. Yeah, we but were Verdun expecting Jones really versus good on the ground, Nganu. even though he was fat. He looked really good on the ground. Well, hopefully by the time they fight, he'll be uh, back on his shit because he'll be able to fight in Fight Island and not get tested. Ooh, that is a good point. That is a good point. And put him back on his shit. What about uh, uh, Robert Whitaker taking on Darren Till? I hope Darren Till smacks the shit out of him. (laughs) You got that gorilla fucking smacking up on Robert Whitaker? Bro... First of all, I've never liked Robert Whitaker. Fuck Robert Whitaker. Oh, come on. <laughs> I never felt that strongly, but it's just like <laughs> I feel like too many people obsess over him. I don't know why he's a lot of people's favorites. I don't see the I don't see like how he's cool. like to me he's like, "Yeah." Yeah. I called the shit out of his last fight. Like predicted it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people um, did. Yeah, I mean, what I would say probably a first round knockout too. Damn, tell with the first. Nah, nah, he's gonna hold too much respect for Whitaker. I'm I don't gonna, think so. I'm gonna say third round, third round if Till wins. You gotta remember that um, Whitaker's had problems with his knees before. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. And Till will fucking kick the shit out of his knees, my dude. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the end of it right there. Kick the shit out of his knees and then bang him in his motherfucking mouth. Whitaker, Whitaker's going to run, though. He ain't going to just meet him. He's going to run right into a fucking kick to the goddamn knee. Okay, okay, okay. God. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Jesus. My bad. <laughs> tell me tell me another one. Jeez. All right. Charles Oliveira is going to be whipping some ass. Who's he fighting? I don't know, whoever they ever put in front of him. Oh, you fucking <laughs> dick ride, motherfucker. <laughs> Line him up, pussies. He's going to be taking all your fucking necks. Oh, shit. That would be fucking crazy. All right, so let's let's talk about what's going to happen this weekend at the Apex. <laughs> what do you think about this fight card? Uh, I mean, it... A lot of people are shitting on the main event. I get why. Because I could give a shit about the main event, to be I honest. I less. I thank God this isn't a pay-per-view because I would not pay for it. Yeah. I mean, where the fuck is it? So we got 
Let me see how many. Sorry, guys. So we got nine fights on this card. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, dude. My my sleep schedule is fucked right now. But um, okay. no, I'm gonna say, let's see. Uh, one. One what? I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> all right, take your nap. One, Come back. No, no, no. One fight. I I was counting all the fights. Uh-huh. One fight I think is is very interesting. The rest of them I could give a shit about. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that I'm going to have a good time watching all the fights, but I mean, I the fights that I'm like, oh man, I got to fucking see that fight, dude. And okay. that's for me, Marab versus Ray Borg. Okay. Marab's going to... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, I guess. So, so let's start this night off. The first fight of the night, to get this whole thing kicked off, is Jordan Griffin taking on uh, Derek Miner. Now, I don't know those guys. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't know anything about them. I'm just going to flip They're both a coin. fucking cool, dude. I'm going to flip a coin. I don't know. Tell me about them. What okay, you know? so Jordan Griffin, uh, he's like, isn't he that weird looking motherfucker? Um, where, where, how do I know Jordan Griffin? With his, and there's something about the way he looks. Look at the way he, he he's the guy I said look like um he look like a man. Nah, he's the guy I said look like fucking Char- um Childish Gambino in that video. Really? Yeah, look at him with the hair, bro. Okay, Here. I'm looking. Hold on, I'm copying it right now for this guy because he don't know. Okay. He don't know which guy he, I'm talking about. He kind of reminds me of Jinder Mahal. I don't even know who the fuck that is. You don't know who Jinder Mahal is? Gender or what, what are you saying? Jinder Mahal, WWE superstar. He was the WWE champ. He's from India. Dude, I've never even heard of him. Holy shit. How how new is he? He's got to be kind of new, right? Not that new. Right there in a picture I just sent you on Facebook is... But either way, he was kind of a fun matchup, his last match. And Minner's, I think, just did well, didn't he? Um, Minor, yeah. Minner, Minor, whatever the fuck his name is. He got two ends in his name, bro. Minner. Hmm. Minner. Why'd you say like a robot? Minner. Uh, yeah. Oh, he just got he just got subbed out by uh, Grant Dawson. I'm gonna go with Jordan. Or or did you want to go first? Go ahead, go ahead. You're saying with Jordan Griffin, I, I hear it in your voice. I'm going to go with Jordan Griffin, first round submission. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate. I don't know nothing about minor, but I'm going to take him. I'm going to say decision minor. <laughs> Just because I, I'm saying fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Second round or second fight of the night, we got Ray. Uh, is it Bennett or Benoit? <laughs> Are you serious? It looks that way, <laughs> Bennett. You mean, you mean like Benoit? Uh, everybody used to say Benoit's last name. Yeah, Benoit. Chris, Chris Benoit. It's Benoit. <laughs> um, taking on Tyson Nam. Hold on, is it Nam or Nam? Nam. <laughs> I'm gonna say Nam. <laughs> uh. Do you know anything about either one of these guys? Nope. Have not a clue. 
I don't know anybody up until Charles Rosa. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, it's weird because Sherdog has a different opponent for Tyson Nam. Oh, really? Yeah. Could this be a Google fuck-up? I don't know. Google or Sherdog? I'm not sure. But I'll just go with Tyson because he's in both fights. Decision. Okay. Tyson name. Yeah, he just came off a decision. Uh, to he just lost a decision to Kai Car of France. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna take Tyson Nam too. Decision. <laughs> we gotta pick a safe choice in that one because we have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, we have. Uh, Julia Avia taking on Gina Maznia or Mazia. Mazzini. Mazzini. Yeah. Horrible at names. Sorry. I'm fucking horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fucking Julia. Not fucking Julia, but Julia by decision. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking her too. She's got the better record. Seven and one. Yeah. And she's only lost once by knockout. So I think that she's probably just a little bit better because six and three is not the greatest record. You're saying decision? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, seven and one's a pretty damn good record. And then, uh,. Mazzini is uh, six and three. So, Charles. Moving on, we got Charles Rosa taking on Kevin Aguilar. And this, this is interesting, man. What do you What do you think about that? Like, do you know you know these two fighters, right? I do. Kevin Aguilar is coming with that little bit of experience over him. It's a lightweight fight, fifty five. This guy's pretty similar in in style. I think Aguilar's a little more tough, and Rosa's a little more crisp in his uh, in his striking. I'm gonna say Aguilar's gonna win this one. Okay, well Charles Rosa just came off a loss from Bryce Mitchell. If you don't remember, here's the top search. Jesus result. Christ! This scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Fuck you, Alexa. It's not even Alexa, but whatever. Oh. I'm not going to say what it is, just because I don't want it to start up again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bryce Mitchell just whipped up, whipped up on fucking uh, Rosa, right? Yeah. Yes. And then we got Aguilar, who just got fucking bum-rushed by, uh, was it Islam that fought him? Yeah, Makashev. So we got one guy who's coming off of a bum-rush, but it was a while ago. And oh, you got a guy who no, just took an L. It wasn't Makachev. It was Zabira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Takturov. Or Takturov. I mix all those guys up, but I know there is They're a difference. They're all Dagestanis. Yeah, but there is a difference. I I, I do know the difference. Like You know what I mean? But um, I think Islam's a little higher up on the, on the ranking than Zabira. Yeah. So I think that the guy who took took the harder L 
and well, if in a way it was less embarrassing because it was quicker, and had more time to train, or more time to think, you know, and and take that L and and let it, you know, work its way through. I think I think that Aguilera is gonna win, because really Rosa just got just took that fucking L, and it was pretty embarrassing how he was like, I'm gonna show you what a black belt does. And then got fucking out grappled like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, now I do remember that. I do remember that. His striking's pretty good, but his grappling, not so much. But he's a black belt, though. Yeah. I can go out and buy a black belt tomorrow. Sears, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think Aguilar is actually going to knock him out. Second round. KO. In a second. All right. You know what? I'm going to say fucking. I'm going to say first round. Aguilar submission. Hell yeah. That's what I'll do. I'll just go out on a big old whim. We're both going to look stupid now because I don't like that you agree with me on that one. (laughs) Anytime (laughs) I agree with you, you're like, ah, fuck. It's not going to go my way. (laughs) Uh-huh. All right, yeah, but I mean that that fight should be pretty exciting, dude. Yeah, and that that fight will let us know just well. It will let us be able to gauge Bryce Mitchell a little better too, because imagine if he comes through and just runs through fucking Aguilar, Aguilar. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, then it's gonna make uh, oh no wonder you can get all them twisters. Yeah. All right. So now this is for the fight pick championship. We're getting into the main card here. We got Jordan Espinosa taking on Mark De La Rosa. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Did did either did either of these guys win their last fights? I don't think they did. Let's see. Jordan Espinosa. I no. Jordan Espinosa lost. To oh, to Alex, Alex Perez. Perez. And Machinel. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. Uh, and then you got Mark De La Rosa. I remember he got cut pretty bad his last fight, I believe. And then it got cut, you know. Yup, he got cut really bad, actually. Oh, or no, yeah. so did his opponent. Remember that? Yeah, it was, it was a, a bloodbath. Yeah, he's he's coming off of three L's. He took an L from fucking Alex Perez, too. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to say, uh, Espinosa takes this one decision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Espinosa wins it by uh, first-round knockout. Oh, shit. Stop agreeing with me. <laughs> and, and Honestly, I heard I already picked Espinosa, and when you said Espinosa, I was kind of fucking pissed. I was like, it's my <laughs> here. Yeah, we, don't, we do not talk. That's one thing I do like about it. We don't talk about picks uh, before we even get on this show. This is all. This is the first time I'm telling you. It's the first time you're telling me. It's not like we go back and forth and say, oh, I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to pick that one. No. So, I like that. Get the instant reaction to it. <laughs> all right. So, moving on, we got Andre Touchy Feely, which is such a creepy-ass name, taking on uh, Charles... Uh, uh, Jordan. Air Jordan. Air Jordan. <laughs> mm. I don't know, man. 
creepy little fucker. Alright, so I'm gonna say that it's gotta be feely. It's just uh, second round TKO. Hmm. Well, I'm just looking at Jordan and his fights because I'm not big. I'm not big on Feely. I do not want to pick him, to be honest. I know. Um, let me double check something real quick about Andre Feely. I want to see how tall he is. He's five nine, five ten. Mm-hmm. His opponent's five nine. Yeah, they're pretty evenly matched. Um. I'm going to go with Charles Jordan, third-round knockout. Ooh. Th- this seems like a spiteful pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he gets a lot of... It, when he, His knockouts seem to be in, like, second or third round, I believe. Okay. I, I just was like... I, I went through and I didn't see how many first-round knockouts he has. Not many. I mean, he's got one flying, flying knee first-round knockout. Uh, and he's got a... He's got three first-round knockouts, but he's got more like that are later on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that he's he might be semi-slow starter sometimes. Hmm. Just look, I I don't know. I just I I think third round is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, if it makes it that long, I hope it doesn't. I hope it you know comes second round knockout like I said. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right, so here's your interesting fight. The the whole night. This is the one that everybody's looking forward to. Marab taking on Ray Borg. I mean, yeah. this is this is another showcase of the Bantamweights. I mean, this was damn good matchmaking. Well, I mean, it's it's a really quick turnaround for Ray Borg, you know, in my opinion, right? And yeah. that what? Um, maybe maybe not. It's he he just fought in May. That's still a quick turnaround. I mean. Yeah, it's just not, it's not as quick as like some of the other ones. Yeah, I mean he didn't he didn't take a lot of damage in his fight too. Um, it, it was a competitive fight with Ricky Simone. Yeah, he lost. I mean, he that's the other thing too. He he's coming off a loss to Ricky Simone, but he didn't he didn't take a lot of damage because Ricky didn't have the power of the mullet. Well, it was split decision as well. Yeah, it was a dirty split. So who you got? Who you got in this one, man? You 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 uh, taking Borg? No, can't. Oh my God. Are you I'm gonna take. Kidding I'm, me? I'm gonna go with the machine uh. with a decision, a fucking dominant one. He's uh. gonna put up put up that pace. He's gonna outwork fucking Ray Borg, and uh. just stay on him and stay on him. I, and you're gonna hear Matt Sarah saying, "Get him, Marab." Punching my hole in his fucking chest, Marab. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, that's why I got Marab. I'm thinking he's gonna take him in second round TKO. That, he just always looks so fucking good when he's fighting, yes, dude. Yes. Even when he's losing, like the the couple L's that we've seen him <laughs> lose in UFC, it's like he uh, could have won that at any time. Well, when he lost to Ricky Simone, it was a weird technical submission that was like a controversial ass finish. Yeah, because the the whole fight ended, and then all of a sudden the ref was like, "Nah, I seen him. He was out, so we're just gonna call it a technical submission." And then he had he had a split decision against fucking Frankie Sands, 
So, I mean, it ain't like he's taking fucking big L's. He, he, his last fight, he beat Casey Kenny by decision. You remember how much he outclassed Casey Kenny? And Casey Kenny just had a good performance. He did. And Ray Borg lost to Casey Kenny, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. Hmm. Mammy Math might serve us correct. Just saying. Might. <laughs> Hardly ever does, but it might. <laughs> All right. This um, fight, this next fight might be semi-interesting as well. Only because of the animosity. Only because yeah. of the animosity. We got Carl Robertson taking on Marvin Vittori. Now, this was supposed to go down about a month and a half ago. And Robertson had an injury or he cut weight too much and could not compete. And... uh so on the way out um, of the hotel, Vittori sees Robertson walking around like nothing's wrong. And Vittori flips his lid and says, fight me now, you piece of shit. You ain't nothing but a dirty motherfucker. You fucking suck. Fuck, fuck you. Uh, just back and forth. Just come fight me now. Come fight me now. Having his managers and his people hold him back and... He just looked like a real tool bag that day. What did you think, man? Yeah, he definitely looked like Julian Lane. Just let me bang, bro. <laughs> I've never been big on Vittori. Oh. Hey, you and know, did you ever, did you know that Vittori once motherfucker. went three rounds with Israel Adesanya? Did you know that? And it was a split decision, huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Who did I pick last time? Do you remember? Uh, I can go back and look. I think you picked Robertson. I think so, too. He does have the better hands. Why did he drop out the last fight? Do you know? The weight cut. The weight cut. Like, was... specifically, do you know, like, exactly what made him stop? Mm, I think the commission came in and said you can't cut no more. Uh, I was just wondering, like, if there was, like, something he that, like, he had to go to the hospital or something. He did have to go to the hospital, but, um, yeah. Where the hell is it? What did you pick last time? I picked Robertson. We both picked Robertson last time. We pick Robertson sec. I pick Robertson second round KO. You pick Robertson decision. The last time we fought, mm. or last time it was made. So what are you picking now? Because that's what's important. It's just a weird thing that he dropped out, man. I don't know. It's it's that's really got me stuck. Where I'm like, man, maybe Vittori's got the mental game. Even though he was be getting emotional, maybe he's got the mental edge because he didn't drop out of the first fight. He didn't drop out of the fight for it, and now he's got animosity towards him. He's got a reason to fuck him up well, now. Yeah, and, but the thing is, is like, will he fight emotional? Or? I hope so. I want I want an emotional Vittori. I want to see. The Sicilian temper or Italian temper or whatever you want to call it. I want to see that on a hundred and him just going after him with everything he has. That's what I want to see from Batori. And I believe he'll get it. 
and I think he's going to get a first-round rear naked choke on Robertson. Oh, my God. It's very, very close to what I said. <laughs> what do you say? I'm saying Vittori's going to whip his ass, but he's not going to choke him. I think he's just going to come in and just keep beating on him and beating on him and beating on him and just break him. Because, obviously, the weight cut is hell for him. The weight cut is hell for Robertson. So, Vittori having a better grip on it um it's gonna it's gonna feel better and and over and overtake him with just but what if pace. he well, okay first of all what if he just wants to have the quickest win that he can on the guy second of all um the only way robertson's ever lost was by the submissions i i i hear you I hear you. He does leave his neck out a lot when he goes in a scramble. And and Vittori's most way to win is via submission. I know. I, I hear you. But I'm just trying to help you out for the fight picks, my dude. I, I see you. I see you. I see you. I'm still sticking with my pick. It might right. be it might be a game it might be a game time decision, but uh We'll see. Right now, as of right now, I think that animosity is really, really strong, and and um, I I just think he's not going to look for that submission. I think he's going to look for the for that beatdown. That's what he wants. I don't know if he wants that. I think he just wants to win and show him that he's a bitch. <laughs> and what 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 better way to make him look like a bitch than taking his neck right away? Yeah, that's that's for a calm person to do. Like, yeah, you ain't shit. You're not on my level. I'll choke you out and walk away. No, 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 no. Like, 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 check us out. I'm checking it. Go back to episode whatever the fuck, right before the Robertson <laughs> versus uh, Robertson versus uh, Lover uh. Texera. I called that fight word for word. I said, this motherfucker Glover is going to come in there and beat the fuck out of dude, beat him up, and then hold he's going to and then he's gonna take his back, take his fucking neck. That's exactly what's going to happen with Vittori. Okay. Okay. He's going to beat him the fuck up, then he's going to give his back up, and then he's just going to take it and take his neck. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to see. I might change my pick to that. I'm not going to say that I'm Go not. Go back and watch the Glover versus Robertson fight. And and then remember that I called it like that. I thought Glover was two oh five. This is a middleweight fight. Now you got me fucked up. What if it's a different fighter? How high am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nobody can tell. I mean, you look pretty hot over there. You just flames all coming off your head. Hold up. <laughs> I mean, now I feel your, dumb your as eyes fuck. are red. <laughs> I feel dumb as a bitch, don't I? <laughs> No, it was him. Fuck you. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. They're fighting middleweight no now. Wonder, no wonder the weight cut's so hard for him. Well, no, because he did fight at middleweight before. But he's, he moved up to light heavy to fight Glover. Okay. And then and then went and then was trying to go back to middleweight. Okay. 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 God damn, you have me feeling dumb, yo. I, I'm just I'm just saying. I know Glover's 205. I'm looking at the sheet now. Go watch that fight. <laughs> tell, me, tell me I'm wrong. And that's what's going to happen. All right. All right, I'm down for that. I'm down. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so what do you what do you make of this main event? Jessica Evil Eye taking on Cynthia Cynthia Calvello. 
came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, well, see, I want to find out fuck. who the matchmaker is, and I want to shake his hand for being the dumbest fucking piece just, of shit alive. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> Not really, but, I mean, who gives a fuck about this fight, yeah, bro? Yeah, it's just like, really? What the fuck, man? I mean... I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, but fuck. Kavia's not even ranked. <laughs> She's not even ranked. And and you're gonna fight her up against the number two? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, why? Well, Cynthia Kavia has got some notable wins recently. But uh, it's just why? Like, just ugh. there's no nothing. There's nothing there. I want I want to be in the room when they were like, you know what's going to be in the main event? Jessica I and Cynthia Covello. And just everybody look at them and go, yeah, that was a, that's a good idea. Just like, come on. Like, you're going to have people pay for that? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, um. With that being said, who you got? <laughs> dude, I have fucking no idea. I'm going to have to, like. Copy over one of the other fight pickers. Oh, you lazy bitch, dude! I don't, I don't like, like, okay. I don't like women, gun, and women gun, don't gun like me. I, no, I was gonna say I don't like either one of these women that much because, to me, they're uh, they're okay, but it's like they're not they're not the women I get excited about watching. Right, right. You know, they're they're definitely no fucking Amanda Nunes, Amanda fucking almost at Amanda Shevchenko. <laughs> Whatever the fuck her first name is. Valentina. Um, yeah. Um, all that. And I guess if you had a gun to my head, I'd say like maybe a fucking third round. No, this is five rounds. Yeah, it's a main event. I'm sure it is five rounds or some. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go slower then too. Uh, third round submission. Kavia. Okay. What now? If uh, Calvillo, hold on, third. So, if Calvillo takes out Jessica I, does she get her spot in the rankings? What do you What do you mean by that? Okay, Jessica is number two. Does Calvillo become number two if she wins? Bro, how is she number fucking two? I don't know. That's just she got a, murdered. She did she don't get need, murdered. I don't see. She's not that, number this, one. Th she just got murdered. This is why you can't like this division because it's like it's so fucking outmatched. It's 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 worse than the fucking Mighty Mouse when Mighty Mouse is in the one twenty five division. It's worse than that because you. I that it, putting her at number two and having her as a possible fucking opponent for Shevchenko is literally fucking outrageous in my eyes. I agree. I agree. There's just just ugh. it just does not this match does not appeal to me in in the slightest in the slightest. But I mean, I'm gonna have to go with the ranked opponent and say. Jessica, I beat you up via decision. I hope, I hope that um, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. possible. Yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah. It's just an it's a nasty way. I mean, I hope this is a a damn good fight and this 
breaks all my preconceptions to it. And that, hey, you know, we were wrong. This was a great fight. Back and forth. Had everything that we wanted onto it. it um, I pray that that's what happens. Yeah, I could, I could be wrong. <laughs> I pray that these fights go quickly. <laughs> Dude, what about next week, though? Before we, like... I didn't even look at next week. What happened next week? Or is it next week? Or the next event or whatever? Isn't um, Blades fighting um, Alexander Volkov? For the main event? Really? Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't look that far. Kind of interesting. Hmm. I've had some people ask me about it. Seems yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, Blades are taking... Blades taking Volkov on. Uh, you know, you already know I got Blades. Yeah, I know. Blade, blades is looking really good. So. Yeah, and then a co-main is uh, Mark Andre Barrialt taking on Oscar Pichota. Oh, Pichota's good. I like that guy. I like that guy. Who did he just fight? He just fought... Uh, Rodolfo Verrera. But yeah, I that mean... Last year, though. Oh, well. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like those fights, though, man. Looking good. I'll take them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care for the main event, but... You know, after talking with you, you I like the I like the the Feely Jordan, I like the Marab Brayborg, the Espinosa De La Rosa, and uh, uh, Charles Rosa and Kevin Aguilar fight. I like all those. I like them yeah. a lot. And I'm kind of curious to see what Benoit and Nam do, just because I've never heard of either one. <laughs> so, hell yeah, man! I'll take it. So what did you think about uh, this whole uh, doing the podcast live? Do you like it like this? Do you want to do it again? Yeah, I mean, may- yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe we promote it more next time. I mean, yeah, right this- now we weren't. This is just a good trial. We weren't really exactly sure if we want to do it. It doesn't feel bad. I mean, it maybe even get a little bit of back and forth with some people. Yeah, and that could be fun for people that like to like the podcast and. Maybe giving them a chance to get a little back and forth live action, you know. Yeah. And this is only episode seventy nine, so you know. We're just... If you want to check it out, we'll tr- we'll do it next week, and it's on Ricky, you know, Twitch.tv backslash Ricky underscore MMA. Damn right. So come check us out, and it it's coming up on the end of this fight pick championship, man. Things are heating up. Somebody's gonna take away this belt. And it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. Well, shit, man. With all that being said, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. And we out of here. See ya. See ya, dudes.